everyone. What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode number five of Top Shelf. It has been a while, Ryan. Uh, yeah, it's been uh, two weeks. Two Actually, weeks. it's been closer to Since a month. Last... Well, our last episode was the 26th. Saturday yeah, so... the 26th, we did our last episode. Yeah, so closer to a month. Why does it look like you're drinking out of a vase? It's it's a very large, <laughs> very large glass with very little water in it. Um, yeah, I don't know how you want to start this. I don't know if you want to start with the big number 25 debut, or do you want to start with my experience in Buffalo? Um, well, you know, it's it's been the, the I mean the reason we haven't had any uh episodes lately is because i was uh in california for a few weeks so I, I i kind of like had the games on when i could but wasn't able to pay so much attention so we could always warm up with your uh with your visit to key bank center last week dude we have to go ryan outside of me being an old man and falling on the sidewalk sober which <laughs> was the saddest part of the equation um it was honestly one of the best weekends i've had in 10 years like you saw, you saw where I was sitting. Um, yes, yes, I did. Dude, we, we met Rob Ray and Marty Baron, talked to them for a bit. Literally Ryan, I was like a child. I was walking away from that like conversation. I was looking at Dana. I'm like, I can't fucking believe this is happening. I'm like, I cannot believe this is happening. Rob Ray, when, uh, Biron signed the puck, he's like, do you want Marty to sign the pucks too? I'm like, uh, okay. Uh, so he's like, yeah, pucks probably went from $5 to $3. Now I'm like, geez, Rob. <laughs> By the way, getting up to where they do the pregame was like playing a video game and getting through levels of bosses. Oh, yeah? Because I had to talk to the one usher. I'm like, uh, listen, man, you're not going to believe this, but I was talking to Rob Ray on Instagram. <laughs> and he's like, all right, you can go up. You got to get through the next guy. I'm like, is this life? I'm like, is this what we're doing right now? By the way, I did ask Razor a question that he just completely ignored. Which uh, was? I gave him the hockey pucks. I'm like, yeah, I mean, if like RJ is around to sign one, I'm like, oh, is he? And he's just like, you want Marty to sign one? I'm like, it's not what I asked, Robert. I think maybe that was his gentle way of saying RJ is probably not going to do it. So he's like, you, you I'll leave RJ alone. I'm like, all right, God. Um, and then like when we got to our seats, like I was literally looking around the arena like this, like a wide eyed child. I'm like, I'm like, this is crazy. Like this is, how about they were down four nothing or two nothing within four minutes. And I'm like, Philly's the worst team in the league. How's this happening? Guy sitting across the aisle from us is a flyer. Saying, He's like, yeah, don't worry about it. He's like, they'll blow it. And they did. And they did. Uh, the dude sitting next to Dana looked like Zach Efron. I told him several times that. And I also told him he smelled nice. It's tough getting drunk there, man. Beers are $16 a piece. Well, that's not a problem I have anymore. Here we go. You always throw it in your, my face that you're better than me. Dude, I went. What they, I, go ahead. Never mind. No, I was going to be. It was a dumb joke. I, I didn't have time to think it out, and I wasn't fast enough on my feet. So I went. I, I'm not like joking. I was looking for hats for you, too. But like, dude. I'd have to say they had 40 different styles of hats and they're all just absolute garbage. Uh, I'll admit that um, like 
a lot of the stuff at NFL, uh, NFL, uh, NHL.com or Sabres.com or anything like that. It's very slim pickings. The only hat I liked was the, like, it's just like a standard, like blue fitted Sabres hat with the logo on the front. But it, it's like, you know what the low profile is where this is like down more? Yes. I look like a fucking idiot in it. I tried it on. I'm like, nope. Yeah, it's it's fifty nine fifty or bust for me. Did it stop me from spending eighty four dollars there? It did not. What was I that? On a pen? <laughs> no, I got I got a long sleeve uh, red saber shirt. I got a RJ shirt. Uh, I don't know. A couple other. Well, the jacket I wear all the time. The North Face logo came off, so they had the fiftieth anniversary patch, and I really like the jacket. So I'm like, oh. It's, put this patch on so people are like that's a pretty sick 50th anniversary jacket i'm like i know i'm with the team um but like i don't know watching them in person like it gives me hope ryan dude watching them at all gives me hope and you and i were talking about this a little bit earlier i think just after we had a very nice game against uh the isles that uh, as much as it would be nice to take this team and like transplant them back in October and then have them play the entire season. Right. It's also been really nice to actually watch them get to that point. Like for is as great as it would be for this team, how they're playing now and with the, you know, the personnel they have now to be playing in October. It's also (laughs) been nice to be part of the journey. Like, you know, I always bring up, you know, that I'm the baby Sabres fan of, of the podcast because I've only been watching since the uh, the shortened 2012-2013 season. And, you know, the, the entire time I've basically only known heartbreak, which is why the, you know, the game against Vegas felt like the playoffs or what I assume the playoffs would feel like. But uh, the same as RJ night. That's what playoffs are like. It's. Right. And so it, it, I, you know, it feels very cathartic to get to this point to have gone through this very difficult time with the team. I mean, I did not, I did not join the Sabres fandom at a very uh, high point. Yeah. It wasn't that lower. It it certainly got lower, but uh, you know, they're, they're on their way to the top, I feel. And as much as it would have been nice to have this kind of play all season and be, you know, like a wild card team, it's also very cathartic to have gone through the whole thing and get to this point with a lot of hope for this upcoming October. You know, what's funny. I have faith in them playing every team in the NHL, except for one team. Every time they play Florida, they just, Florida. just there you go. I knew it was like Florida. Actually, I'm pretty sure Tampa murdered us, but we've, we've played Tampa well, most of the year. Um, not to brag, we are on a four-game win streak, and it did start the day I went to the game. And we have – well, we've won five of our last six, right? And won four in a row. Something like that. I believe. Or, or five out of seven. I mean, let's, put it, let's put it this way. It's been a good two weeks to be a Sabres fan. We'll put it that I mean, way. I mean, to be honest with you, you talk about having this team. I think if we had healthy Alex talk from the beginning of the year, this team's completely different. Not even because, yes, a lot because of his play on ice, but, like, just who he is. Like, I mean, you could feel the culture shift in the locker room 
uh, spilling out onto the ice, right? They're, they're not, you, you take the same team as it, it was, you put the same team out on the ice, the same lines that you put out on the ice today, but you change the culture in the locker room to what it was, you know, a year and a half ago, they would have get, got demolished. Well, and that's the thing, uh, like, and that's, and that's what, you know, Granado is harped on. I mean, it's not even just, it's not even the play and it's not even the skill. It's, you know, it starts with the culture and, you know, by God, everything that he said he was going to bring to Buffalo when he was named the interim head coach and then named the head coach, uh, he's done it. Everything that he said he was going to do, he, he's done it, in my opinion. And we're, we're kind of getting to the, the Granado effect uh, on our list of topics. So, I mean, if, if, if you want to keep going with that while we're here. I would fully love to because I, it, to put it this way, like people can still dog on the Sabres. Okay. Now we have 31 wins. We're 31 and 38. Look at us still call us a joke. Last year we went on an 18 game losing streak. We won 15 games in a full season with essentially not much different of a roster. Mm. Yeah. We got talk. We got Krebs. We got Krebs, Fitzgerald, Samuelson. Well, Fitzy played last year. Samuelson played last year. You know what I mean? Did they? Yes. Not like oh. minute. Not the minutes they're playing now. Oh, I did not recall. Yes, that. Our, 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 I, I do like. I, we're we're jumping around on all topics now. I, I <laughs> do like the fact that Craig Anderson's played very well this year. But the bottom line is, we have to figure out a goal. Because he's going to be 41, dude. Right. So this gets to the what's the missing piece that can take the team from pretender to contender. And that obviously, as I've said in every time this comes up in the podcast, goaltending. Uh, and I think, I mean, so uh, I think the goal, and uh, no pun intended, and you'll, and I think we'll see it, is that it's, it's going to be UPL. So I didn't see what happened that Anderson is day-to-day. You know, it seemed like they were having a lot of fun at practice yesterday, and, and now yeah. he's day-to-day. They called up Aaron Dell today. Yeah, but I think Rochester. he's still suspended. Dell? Because he didn't serve an NHL. It's a three-game NHL suspension, I'm pretty sure. Oh. Well, e- either way, the point is, is they could have brought up UPL. But, of course, I mean, Rochester is also making a push for the playoffs. So um, that that makes sense. But I think the reason that they didn't bring UPL up at all this season is, well, I don't know. I guess it's, it's one of two ways. You bring them up and give them experience in the NHL before, you know, next season when we I, I personally believe we're playoff contenders next year <clears throat> or just leave them down in Rochester and let them start every game and and you know win the Calder Cup but uh, I think the the my my assumption is if Craig Anderson is healthy if he signs another year contract it'll be UPL starting with Anderson backing up mm-hmm. that is my guess if we hold on to Tukarski, it'll be Tukarski starting for Rochester with Dell backing him up, is my guess. If we do that and UPL, one, stays healthy, and Anderson stays healthy, and two, uh, you know, gets to that point where, you know, it took him like maybe two to three games to get to like that. He's just super cool, calm, and collected 
and not very reactive in the net, right? He's just there. He's right. huge. And and when the puck's coming to him, he's just kind of, okay, I got this. And they shoot the puck and he stops it. I think that if he can get to that point uh, that, you know, he was at before he got injured and, you know, ultimately when, um, you know, on the injured list and then just started back up in Rochester indefinitely. Uh, if, if he gets to that point and stays healthy and he's starting and Anderson's backing him up, I think we will be fine is my guess. I don't I, know. I, I mean, this is not anything, you know, I, I've said time and again that like prospects or trades or anything like that, that's just not my thing. I, I, I just sit and listen. So I don't know if you know of either prospective goalies that would be better than UPL or trades that we could make for, you know, maybe not someone who's a veteran that's 41 years old, but you know, someone who also is a solid goalie that, that we could get, but Maybe that is a, is a uh, tack that uh, a track that um, Kevin Adams makes or takes. But otherwise, I think UPL starting and Anderson backing up is is uh, a recipe for success next year. If you you know with with the same defense and offense going out and doing what they've been doing the past two weeks, I think I I have sung his praises on here several, reeling in several times. Devin Levi from Northwestern or Northeastern. He's going back to school. But the thing with this is, I'll give you a little thing. Eric Portillo is another goalie. He plays for Michigan. He's another one of the best goalies in the country. Two of the best goalies in college football we have right now the rights to. But the thing is, Portillo hasn't signed yet, and his window closes next summer. So he can either sign with us. We're going to have first dibs, obviously. But come July 1st, if he doesn't sign with us, he could sign wherever the hell he wants which sucks. Hopefully we can get a deal done with him and Levi. I think that'd be tremendous. We can't, I mean, you don't know like the whole lineage. The Sabres have fucked this stuff up several times. Cal Peterson, he's a starting goalie out in um, LA. He played at Notre Dame. We had the rights to him. We never signed him. He didn't want to sign with us. He ended up, we ended up trading his rights to LA, he signed with LA. We can't do this again. We can't keep fucking this up. We need to figure out the goalie. And when we have a guy like Devin Levi or Eric Portillo, who are bona fide studs, we have to get them signed. I think that's honestly, I think that's our, I don't think it's any like secret. That's our biggest problem. Cause look at our, our top four D men are um, like, we got Samuelson, Yogi Haru, um, power and Darlene. I think Darlene's the oldest one. He's like 23. Mm-hmm. Or it might be Yoki Haru. He might be 24. But I love I love the pairing of Yoki Haru and Power. I love Darlene and Samuelson. Samuelson's just a hoss, dude. He's awesome. I love Bryson and Fitzgerald or whoever they put on the third line D pair has been tremendous. I I don't know, dude. I just like where this team's headed for the first time in a long time. <coughs> I like, I like Granado. I like Kevin Adams demeanor lately has been way better because you've said it before. You got to remember this dude's the GM of a NHL franchise for the first time. It's like, here you go. Deal with this Eichel shit fest. It's a joke. Yeah. I mean, that, that was certainly a trial by fire. Uh, (laughs) Originally, you know, I don't, I mean, he, he didn't, 
I want to. I don't know if I want to say he didn't do well. I would say, in hindsight, knowing everything that we did, we know now he did the best that he possibly could have. Like it seemed like he was kind of full of it, right? I mean, his first couple of press conferences there at the end of the the season, or actually close to the end of the season, about you know where's Jack, what's going on, you know. Now that we know, we know he he literally did as best as anyone possibly could under the circumstances. So I can now now I can forgive him for that. And, um, and given everything that's happened since, um, again, I think he's someone that's delivered for the team. Uh, you know, he said, I want players that want to be here, that want to put on the uniform, that want to represent Buffalo, that want that love the city, that love the fans. Clearly that was him taking a swipe at Eichel who has shown us his true colors in his, uh, interviews this year. And I would say that everyone that we, everyone that has stuck around and everyone that we have added uh, fulfills his criteria and they wear it on their sleeve. Case in point, Alex Tuck. I love Alex Tuck. I, so I think, uh, you know, both, both he and, you know, uh, even as just a, a Sabres fan for the past nine years, I've, uh, very quickly learned to trust like nothing that anybody right. in the front office says, or, or even the coaches say, and the uh, pairing of Granado and Adams, I uh, I'm on the train. I believe everything that they say, because everything that they said that they were going to do or that they want to happen to the organization has so far uh, happened. They've delivered. Um, speaking of Granado, they did have a Donnie meatball shirt at the store. Ours is going to be way better, way better. Probably going to have some at Tarka Palooza. We, cause literally their Donnie meatball shirt said Donnie meatballs with a plate of meatballs and spaghetti. That's it. Come on. That's kind of boring. Yeah. It's, mine's going to be way better. Um, <coughs> I, uh, there's not a single player on this team. When I watch the game, I'm like this fucking guy. Yep. I mean, I guess the one player I don't, I, I, I kind of, I don't like him. I don't dislike him is Anders Bjork. He kind of, mm-hmm. he's just kind of there. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. I think with Asplund a little bit. I like him a lot, dude. I think he does the dirty stuff. Speaking of dirty stuff, Jeff Skinner wanted to fight everyone today. I'm here for it. Everyone who was like a foot and a half taller than him. They should have just let Cousins come off the bench and just start punching faces. (laughs) Like he's sitting at the end of the bench and Granado just looks at him and gives him a head nod. He goes, and he just goes, ah, just runs out on the face. (laughs) Just no stick, no gloves. Yeah. He just he just runs right out there. His jersey's already <laughs> off. <laughs> I Dude, can see it in my mind's eye, and it's hysterical. He has played so well lately. The kid cannot buy a goal. It, it's really disappointing. Um, who did they play? And who did they play Thursday? Oh God, I should. I'm I'm blanking. Oh, jersey, jersey. When we scored right. those two shorthanded goals in like a minute, 
Then he stole the puck and got a short break. I'm like, no way. And then he shot it wide. I was like, damn, dude. Yeah, I mean, we were saying, you know, this is well before the, the podcast started, but, you know, we all thought earlier this season that he was going to have the year that Tomer ended up having. Not to say that we didn't expect Tomer to do well, but I think originally our money was on Cousins having that breakout 40-goal season. I think he's got two two games to get three goals. Who, Tomer? Tomer, yep. We only have two games left? Two or three? I thought RJ said two today. I know the last one is next Friday. Yep, against Chicago? Which is... Uh, I'm not sure. All I know is that it's fan appreciation night and it's his last call ever. Yeah. Thursday against the Bruins, Friday against Chicago. <clears throat> I, it, just, I'll, I'll say this. It would be great to go into TD and demolish them. Ugh. I know I'm, a I'm lot of people. On, I'm going to knock on wood, but uh, maybe we will. Maybe we won't, but that would be a, I mean, if you could defeat, your arch nemesis in the second to last game of the season. And if you can end up going, was today their 31st win? Yeah. I mean, if they end up going 33, 38, and 11, I believe. Yeah. I mean, when's the last time we won 33 games in a season? It, just to let you know, I did chastise our friend Andrew Grates because he still loves talking shit about the team, even though he's a Sabres fan. He's like, it's not good. They're not good, man. I'm like, dude. You've rooted for the Bills for how long? And they were bad for how long? And you stood by their side. Now you're not going to stand through the with the Sabers in their darkest of times. Yeah, I think I think the dark times are over. Eh. Uh, I see. Uh, I see the light ahead. I do too. It's. Uh, I mean, obviously, this week and next week will probably be our last for the season. Um, I would like to do one, a couple months. Free agency starts, see what happens there, right. see what goes on. Um, hopefully Nick will come back or at least acknowledge our existence at some point. Um, I don't know, man. Four-game win streak, we've looked good in every game. This team can be down 3 nothing, and I'm like, whatever, dude. Like, let's go. Yeah, I, uh, you know, we. I think I, I've gotten past the point where, you know, if we're down in the first, I'm like, well, that's it, game over. I can turn it off and do something else now because uh, they keep coming back and winning games if they're down. Right. I mean, today, I think they today they just tied it in, in the first, and that was it, second and third. Well, no, they had those two lousy goals toward the end of the third, but yeah. then, then Skinner got his goal before he went on the war path. Uh, you're right, Ryan. One, two, three, four, five, six. But we were never down today. One, five out of six. I mean, that's – I'll take it. Uh, let's see. You know, I found an interesting stat today. One second. They scored five goals today, and they had 13 players with points. That's unbelievable. I <clears> – <throat> like, it's awesome to see, like, we talked about it in the group chat – it's awesome to see dudes like Skinner have a bounce back season after multiple bad seasons after his 40 goal season. It's good to see Olafson, who has just caught fire lately. He's been amazing. Darlene, the first 50 point Sabres defenseman in 
I think they said since 2005, which I'm assuming was probably Brian Campbell. Um, but dude, he's, I, I, I would, I would consider Rasmus Dahlin like a riverboat gambler defenseman. Like there's times I, Craig Reve said it before. There's times where you see him make a play. You're like, holy shit. And then there's other times you see him make a play and you're like, holy shit. <clears throat> but I think the second holy shit moments have been few and far between lately. He is. Go ahead. We I think we talked about this in our last episode when when we recorded uh, when we recorded live uh, at your place that Darlene started out the season exponent. I mean, exponentially worse than he is now. Not to say that he was bad. His defense was pretty bad. His defense was horrendous the at the beginning of he, the year. He he gave up a lot of goals. Now, you know he's he's. Like the, he's the leader when he's out there, um, especially on the power play. I mean, he's always been pretty decent on the power play again today. He, he did what he, what he and Olofsson are great at. He's just got his spot. He just goes to the point. He gets the puck slap shot, one timer goal. How many times has he done that this season and last season when, you know, Granada let him actually play his own game. I can't even count in, uh, Olofsson as well. I mean, now that he's he had his his funk, and now he's out of it, and now he just goes and plants himself right at the dot and on the power play gets those goals. And uh, you know, so Dalene is probably I'd say is you know one of the Sabres' most improved players of the year. Uh, just just given how lousy his defense was, he's not. He's very rarely giving up those those kinds of opportunities anymore, which brings me in my mind actually to the first uh, thing we want to talk about today. That is the only thing that we haven't gotten to yet, which is own power. Um, the first see this the first couple of games. I've had that on ever since this fucking kid stepped on the ice. I oh your uh, the, the new glasses or a smile smile. Got it. Dude, immediately I, uh, I could see the way the kid skates, the way the kid handles the puck. He's skating like a pro. He's handling the puck like a pro. Definitely had a few a few hiccups, like his yeah. first two games, you know, like over skating a, a pass or something like that. Uh, I think he, he may have uh, let a few get past him. But even even Granado had great things to say when, when he was asked about that. Like, yeah, you know, he's 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 kind of new to this at, at the <laughs> NHL level, but 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 uh that was like his first two games right uh now he just looks like an nhl defenseman a seasoned nhl defenseman i should say right like i'm not seeing him really over skating passes or, or giving up opportunities i mean he's he's learning fast and so now you throw him into the mix for a full season next year it's a scary um, yeah, that's some rock solid that's some rock solid defense that we're going to have, uh, you know, between his line and Darlene's line. I'm, 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 I'm looking at stats, dude. Like there, I was reading something a couple days ago. Like there's a ridiculous amount of players on this team with career highs this year. Thompson Thompson with career highs and basically everything goals, assists points. Um, I know Olofsson has a career high in assists. Uh, Darlene's got a career high in assists and points. Like, I just love this team. 
I really fucking do. I, I don't know. I can't. I, I Looking at our roster every game we play, I can't pick a weak person on the team. Not really. Speaking of which, this is just uh, completely random. Where's Cody Eakin? Is he hurt? I have no idea, but I, I realized like uh, either Thursday's game or earlier today, I can't remember. It was like, I have not seen him take a uh, face-off in oh, a yeah. while. Uh, I said he's hurt. Uh, yeah. This is a week ago, too, so it must... Because I don't remember him playing when I went to the game either. No, it doesn't really say much. It just says game time call. Eh. Hmm. I like him a lot. I, I mean, <clears throat> you need guys like that, dude. You need role players. You can't. I was literally just going to say you can't fill a team with superstars and expect it to work. Look at Vegas. Vegas went out. They got Jack Eichel. They did this. They're going to miss the playoffs, dude. They stink. And you have, like, I, I was listening to a podcast. This is for all the karma. The hockey gods have got the Vegas Knights. This is for trading all your young players, trading all your draft picks, getting rid of Marc-Andre Fleury, getting Jack Eichel, getting this guy, getting that guy. Like, and it's like, oh, we suck again. Congrats. You have a billion-dollar salary, and you're going to miss the playoffs. As a Sabres fan, I would rather have a $12 salary like we have and miss the playoffs and at least see progression. What are you perplexed by? I am just looking to see um, if this will work, what Vegas's current streak is. They've won one. I'm pretty uh, the sure last, they're going to miss the last the 10, six, six, three, and one. Yeah, they're, I think they're I mean, four. Go ahead. <clears throat> no, 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 go ahead. I was just, I was just. I think using. they're four points out of a spot. They are currently. Yeah, they're four points behind Nashville, who's number one in the wild card. <laughs> Fuck them. No sympathy for them. Um, I should probably pull up this list again because I've just been all over the freaking place. Um, let's see. I mean, how amped were you? I, I, I literally went like I got pretty fired up when Owen Power scored. Yeah, that was uh, good. Good for him. That was, I mean, what a, and what a way, I mean, you know, Skinner going down and still getting the puck across to him. I mean, I, I mean, I, I still, I watched the replay a bunch of times. I could barely see the, the puck go past. I'm to the point with Skinner, the way he plays and the way he acts on the ice, dude, I wouldn't even hate if they gave him an A next year. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, him and Ogposo, <clears throat> Tomer. Tuck and the thing Darlene. with Skinner is these are all players. I mean, that should you know be contending for the A. Right. The thing. The thing with Skinner is I think we've probably touched on it before. Probably not to the extent he got this big contract, and then ever since then it's just been a letdown. Let's be honest. 
And this has got to be such a weight off his shoulders the way he's playing this year. He's finally earning that. I don't know what he's making. Nine million a year, maybe? Or something like that. Uh, I couldn't. Uh, un momento. Nine million a year. Where'd you go? Did you leave me? Uh, that's uh, my iPad's fault. I got a bit sad, I did. Um, I'm back. Never fear. Um, I don't know, man. I don't... I guess... I mean, we'll save it for next week about what we think going into next year. I don't know if... I don't know, man. I don't know if they'll make the playoffs, but I know they're not going to. Here's the thing, man. Last year at this time, we were a joke. You could say whatever you want as far as NHL goes. Like, there's no team in the league that didn't laugh when they had to play Buffalo. Like, they were like, we got Buffalo. I don't care. Mm -hmm. They're on an 18-game losing streak. Granado should have been fired after the six games in the losing streak. The fact that they waited for – or Granado, sorry – um, Kruger, the fact that they waited for the losing streak to get to a dozen games is embarrassing. I mean, I'm sure they wanted to give him either they wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt or they had to figure out who they're going to go with for the interim before doing it. I mean, we don't know. For all we know, those 18 games, they may have been talking to Donnie behind the scenes the entire time. Right. And I think the thing with Kruger, the writing was on the wall the whole time, dude. He was never the guy. Mm-mm. Um, it's a good thing. I was actually going to try to do this tomorrow, but it's supposed to be like 76 tomorrow. Oh, I cannot wait. I am so excited. Yeah. I'm pretty stoked to do yard work like an old man. Ryan, this was, this was a fairly short one this week, man. It was, but you know, that's, that's okay. Sometimes short and sweet is good. But all right, buddy. I will see you next weekend. Probably. Yes, hopefully after two more wins and uh, a very sad, sad Friday night. We will. uh, uh, RJ's last call. I mean, next week will be a lot bigger because we have a lot more to talk about going into the offseason. But all right, everyone, you guys have a great friggin' day. Bye, Ryan. Love you. Bye-bye.